Dice Paper Roll is made on the lands of the Yagara people in Brisbane and the Boonarung and Wurundjeri people of Nam in Melbourne. We pay respects to elders past, present and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. You were warned. And now you cannot turn back. You walked into this realm at your own risk. And in this realm, your paths are limited. Your choices here make waves. And those waves crash and grow and reflect, growing more powerful with every pass. There is only one way to escape. You must defeat him. But he is already hunting you. He knows you. He can already taste your soul. The raven flaps its wings, racing through the night sky away from the Wizard of the Wines. It hopes the old buildings of its home remain standing against the barrage of dark magic. He's finally successful. These travelers represent his best hope at a restoration, at salvation. There is much he must tell them. If only he can reach them first. The raven cawes as it flies towards the carriage and below, Hordes of evil twig creatures clamber over each other, forming a thorny carpet on the ground. The piles of surging hordes make strange patterns that flow and ebb. Patterns that spell DPR, Curse of Strahd. Was that demonic stick insects spelling out to DPR vs. Curse of Stride? Correct? Yep. No expense spared. <laughs> On the cinematography and CGI. <laughs> Look out for the stick insects. I'm gonna get you. Oh, they're gonna get you. Look like sticks, actually, insects definitely have evil intent. Hey, welcome to DPR's Curse of Strahd, the show that brings you stick insects and shows you that they're evil too. <laughs> Chaotic or are they lawful? We're yet to find out. <laughs> Halfway through the show, we'll interview one. That's what we're doing now. <laughs> hey, uh, this is episode number 23. 23, where something happens. <laughs> We oh, promise. It? We hope. No, we it hope. does. It. <laughs> it does. <laughs> as long as we've got content, we don't sneeze. care. Does that count? Hey, hello. Hey, hey, all right, Dan, that was episode 22. <laughs> That's our <laughs> uh, Stick around to hear the Patreon content where we talk about the sneeze for 45. And we forgot to do last episode because we were busy introducing ourselves. No, I thought about it. I didn't think it was worth it. 
<laughs> we don't need your stinking That's how money. much we care about our Patreon. We no, think I, about it and then we go, nah. You know what? I, I like to wait till there's quality content and then I go, hey, this is the, the prime time for a Patreon slug. And then it uh-huh. just, you know, last week Never. nothing inspired me. <laughs> nothing happened. <laughs> but if this has inspired hey, uh, you, you could go to WW. On the way to the Wizards of the Wines. For some reason, the festival is only a couple of days away. The festival of the burning sun. Thank burning you. Sun. The burning sun. Burning sun. No, burning sun. Sorry, I had a burning off. sun. Yeah. <laughs> the villagers are all very excited about it. And we're not sure why. And in the meantime, we thought we'd go on a little winery walkabout over Valentine's Day. Uh, my name is Emil and I play Sonny Bono, who is a talking sentient sword. Energy sword, a sword of light, a sword who wants to fight against Strahd uh, for reasons that have not yet been discussed in the podcast, but uh, there are some <laughs> solid ones. <laughs> he wants to fight against Strahd, but he'll settle for demonic stick insects. <laughs> hey, you know, every battle is relative and evil comes in many forms. Who's to say that the stick insect that could have. All I'm saying is the butterfly wings of the right <laughs> <laughs> diving bell. Okay, and the, this is where we went. This is where we were going. Butterfly flaps its wings yep. across the tidal waves. Greg used waves in the introduction. I haven't been able to get them out of my head because honestly, Barovia is an inland country, and where are they getting waves? Do they have a Tullamarine style like urban surf wave pool? I'm not sure. We will find out. That's me. Hey, hey, Lauren, who do you play? Uh, thank you very much for that, Emil. I, uh, my name's Lauren. I'm playing Premier Phosphine, but you can call her Mo. She's a rogue assassin, currently stowed away underneath the carriage, uh, tucked away in its little nookie nook underneath there. Uh, and I'm also playing Irina Ivanovich, the daughter of the Burgermeister. She's in the carriage, just chilling out with her adopted children. Myrtle and unfortunately named Freak. Uh, and that's who I'm playing. Dan, who are you playing? I'm playing Hans von uh, Such and Such. Uh, yes, I'm Dan. I play Hans, the half orc uh, blood hunter clothed in leather. And as he gently rocks side to side in the back of the carriage and sleeps, he clutches a red ruby in his pocket. A ruby that was gifted to him by the vampire Strad. Maybe it might come up at some point. Benny, take it away. Probably won't knowing us. Probably won't. No, no. It's <laughs> going to be a while. Maybe in like 12 episodes it might be pertinent information. Stick but around. as a reminder, we'll we have got to talk ruby. about the precious stone. Boom. <laughs> Find out next week. <laughs> Who are you playing, Benny? Uh, I play Ragyog, the goblin cleric of Lathander. He's three and a half feet of uh, heat. Pure thunder. Pure three and a half thunder. feet of heat. And, and, and slowly increasing devoutness to his god. Um, really worn down clothes except for his fresh new hat, which is like a lifeguard's <laughs> swimming cap that's tied down underneath. Worn down to- like see-through? 
all these clothes, they're yeah. almost see-through, unfortunately, for all of you. Uh, but there's a lot of layers, so um, you can't quite see everything. It's even more intriguing. Uh, holes in the toes of his boots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, strategically placed shiny. But but currently just finished jamming out an awesome tune on the piano that happens to be in the back of this. Uh, a royalty-free This, free this chariot. Um, royalty-free. An original score and everything. And he, he pushes the sunglasses up over his eyes and, and a tear rolls down his cheek as he thinks about um, the crushed dreams of never becoming a bard uh, and when he used to be. A, a hot model and then had to become a ghost tour operator and now how the fuck did I get here? Only one tier though because this podcast is still predominantly male. Speaking of which, <laughs> does another man want to introduce themselves? Um, Over to you, Jack. Uh, well, uh, on that <laughs> note, um, I am playing Louise, uh, who is a paladin uh, fish woman. Um uh, currently sitting on the back of the cabbage, um, with uh, <laughs> with the uh, shield of communism sitting on her back and uh, staring out. Is it into... also see through? It is not. It is not see through. Um, uh, and the 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 trees are going past and. Crows and stuff are flying up ahead and she's just looking at the sky. Roger that. Yeah. That's, that's my all. name my name is Greg Pickering. I am the dungeon master for DPR Does Curse of Strad. I don't have my own character, which Brings a tear to my eye. Just the um, one though. Just, just the, the one. one. Just the and we one. We can't have regulated. any more tears. At all. Man We've hit our quota. Um, None <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, sorry, sorry. It's actually a bit of sweat. Don't even worry about it. Single tear an episode. Um, <laughs> so the carriage uh, that you are all riding in the stretch, uh, ca- old worn carriage, uh, rumbles uh, down the dirt path through uh, through the woods towards the vineyard, the Wizard of the Wines, and a light drizzle begins to fall. It's just before dawn so the the darkest what's the name of the vineyard the wizard of the wines ah okay (laughs) it's the darkest time of the night um just before the dawn and um the night has been particularly dark as the cloud cover has built up um through the night and uh it's gotten more and more oppressive and humid and um you've all had a long rest and and rag yog are you wake before the dawn um preparing to um, to pray to Lathander with the, the first light of dawn um, to receive your spells. And you've noticed... Um, she hasn't you... replied to your message. Yeah, <laughs> also still just the gif. Uh, just, 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 the, just the gif. Uh, no, no personal messages. But this, this time before the dawn is, um, you've noticed, is particularly bleak. And it's always where Lathander's power is weakest. But the further into... Um, Barovia, the Valley of Barovia that you get, the further away uh, Lathander's light seems from you, particularly at this time. Um, But this is the first time that you hear the chattering of whispers just beyond, uh, just beyond hearing. What's that? That 
that's not normal. I check my prayer, my mental prayer phone, look for the three dots. The thunder. Morning, Lord. I I miss you. Please, please answer me. Another message pops up. New God, who dis? Your most humble and faithful servant, my Lord. Please bring some hope to this land. Oh, no, it's not Lathander's message. It's a different message thread altogether. Uh, and as the light begins to suffuse the sky, the whispers die away. Uh, but you are left you are left feeling filthy and sullied. And you can feel uh, a, a growing power in the mountains to the north. And as the light as the light fills the sky or begin, begins to light the, the day, um, you feel that power retreat once more. Oh, gods. I mumble to myself as I, like, kind of hastily empty a bunch of the garlic mouth mints into my hand as though they're pills and shovel them all into my face and crunch on them like, oh, oh this is the worst boarding ever. Everybody wake up. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Wake oh. up. Yes. This is this yes. is a the bleakest of bleak morning friends, and I'm not going to suffer it alone. Get up, Sonny. I didn't sleep. I, I, I mean, I could have, but I, I decided Duh. let's push this man to his absolute physical and mental <laughs> limits. Because that man is dead. Because once I'm done with him, I will throw him away like yesterday's news. You were unusually quiet for a change, so I thought you were sleeping. Did you just say that that man's dead, Louise? I think that man is dead. I mean, is, is he? I do not know. He looks we dead, probably, though. We should probably check, being the holy people. How are you still talking, Sonny? Uh, transcendental meditation. <laughs> <laughs> I I slowed my heart rate down to below what you would consider alive. However, it is above what you would consider dead. It's uh, not strange, little fish man, that you would think, fish woman, that you would think that I had died, but... That's the beauty of being the puppet master. You can push all physical ailments away. A sore knee here, a full bladder there, stage three cancer over here. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you just carry on regardless. Well, Sonny. A small, a small chunk of flesh just sloughs off your face. <laughs> just just <laughs> drops off, revealing a bit of, oh. bit of bone underneath. Oh. <laughs> would, you, would you like a mint bill, sunny bill? <laughs> And also, I'd say it's well beyond that. Okay, well, you should get this carriage moving. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, is he undead now? <laughs> Do you make a zombie while we're asleep? No, he's just very unwell. Oh, okay. yeah. You should get um, that checked out. Do you out. talk to all <laughs> leper victims this way? Do you demonize everyone who's got a physical ailment? I'm sitting up here. Climbs to the top of the carriage and... <laughs> As the carriage rolls and, no, on, he, it, he it, climbs to the top of the carriage and then sighs, gets back down again, milks super the, the cow, <laughs> climbs back up again. All this while drinks the his bucket is of milk is the best. It's the best that you do it while the carriage is rolling. Like climb out, lead over the cow. Can I just have a drop of that for the, the coffee? <laughs> It's you know how like horses have the the feeding bag that goes on the front of them. You sure it's got you like a yeah, bag it, under the other udders that just catches the milk. Yeah, they've also got feeding bags, but there's um not oats in them. 
if you can. <laughs> <laughs> so un- unpainted fences line the trail which skirts north of a sprawling vineyard before bending south towards a stately building. The carriage rolls um, down this road towards uh, the Wizard of the Wines and um, the fog around this, this um, on either side, there's lines and lines of um, of grapevines appear and, and in cleared land. And you can see that the hills around are, are covered uh, in, in lines of, of neatly kept vines. Um, there's a fog that that swirls around underneath these vines and it takes on ghostly forms as it moves between the neatly tended rows. That precipitation can't be good for the grapes, just saying. (laughs) Here and there you see rope-handled half barrels that are used for hauling the grapes that are abandoned in the fields. Um, And north of the the trail is a large uh, stand of trees. Um, But situated in the middle of the vineyard is the winery. It's an old two-story stone building with multiple entrances. Um, There's a large stable uh, nearby as well, and thick ivy covers every wall. Uh, There's iron fencing along its roof line. She's got uh, got other qualities, though, too. She's not just thick ivy. (laughs) I rolled a one on that joke. (laughs) <laughs> the um the the road opens out to the the vineyard um and as you you roll down um the uh, a familiar raven swoops down and circles above the carriage uh and it calls out to you and it flies forward and into the um into the the wizard of the wines vineyard building was that saying boo or booar <laughs> I, I believe it was saying Bois. words. Don't worry, uh, I was got saying it. <laughs> I pull out my crossbow. <laughs> okay. Hey, stop it, stop it. The ravens are our friends, or at least, you know, okay. not, not our friends. I'm into meditation now, so, uh, <laughs> you know. The carriage oh, rumbles okay. to a halt in you front of the large round, building. Right. And Crush, two- crushes a large lizard, not even a small one. <laughs> <laughs> but the driver has no awareness of it as he's trying to persuade hands not to kill the raven. <laughs> so there are two large doors that um, are the entrance to the, the Wizard of the Wines winery and the, the carriage halts and uh, you you all step out into the the dawn light um, that's that's growing around you. But the the strange mist seems to still cling underneath the vines that surround the building. Can you all make perception checks for me, please? I don't like this, everybody. I, I, hey, I hey, feel hey, hey, very, very, I feel feels. very distant from the morning, Lord. I don't morning. know. This is my first roll of 2021, wait, wait, so I'm wait, pretty wait. psyched about it. Laurie gets oh! to roll her dice for the first time. Brand new dice, getting a brand new roll for the first official time right here, right now. Can I just take a moment for that? Yeah, it's all perception, right? Mm. Yeah. Ready? Oh yeah. Here we go. Oh yeah. It's not good. <laughs> if you'd like to pay for a new set of dice for Lauren, you can subscribe to us on Patreon by visiting patreon.com forward slash dice paper roll, where you can give us money for Lauren's new dice and you can see dice sections and all kinds of excellent uh, bonus content. Thank you. Now on with the show. Okay. So, um, I definitely, I got a four on the dice and it's plus one for Mo. So she got a five, but Irina got a 14 and that was the D&D dice. Hey. Hey. <laughs> D&D Beyond Dice. Wow. Nice one. Anyone else? Hans got an 18. Hans. Louise got a seven. 
the, the coach driver's pretty tired at this point and he's kind of he's 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 drank a lot of coffee. He's on a bit of a no dose kind of buzz. So he's all I'm saying is he rolled a natural one plus my four <laughs> makes it a five. He's he's locked in. He's exhausted. He's locked yeah. in, but on the back of the horse. He's looking into the, the dappled <laughs> into nature. the taint. He's looking into its dappled coat and seeing <laughs> straight patterns. into the horse taint. Oh. <laughs> Just <laughs> drawn in. Meditating and uh, Ragyog, what did you get? Uh I got a, a 17. Okay, Ragyog. Evil stirs. Yes, indeed, Ragyog and Hans, you uh, you see uh, through the the mist that swirls around the nearby vines, small shapes creep forwards, uh, and uh, you can hear it's the uh, a crackling, <laughs> a crackling of of wood as um, these these figures appear. You can make out. 12 small figures um, approaching through the mist uh, and behind them a hunched over human uh, with matted dirty hair and um, and you know filth covered robes who that uh, walks with a staff uh, and they approach forward can you all roll initiative for me please yeah. Damn. 16 damn Sweetie! Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Get it. Wasted it on uh, initiative. Uh, get it. <laughs> 18 for Mo. 18 for Irina. 15 for Ragyog. 11 for Sunny slash Coach Driver. I think his name's Bill. You would think that. Twenty-three. He he, he thinks him. that too, but he's he can't express that because he's being possessed by Sonny, who's forgotten his name. <laughs> so considerate of him. <laughs> and Louise, what did you get? Oh, sorry, sixteen. Okay. Mm. Um, the um, the horde of uh, needle blights emerge um, from the the vines and um, they're small uh, wooden creatures. It's an awakened plant. It basically resembles a woody shrub, but it can pull its roots free um, and its uh, branches twist together to form a humanoid-looking body with a head and limbs. So they're kind of like um, little groots, but more evil-looking. Yeah, little evil groots. Perfect. Baby groots. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, they're super so cute. cute. Until they stab you. Yeah. <laughs> what do they stab us with? Their twiggy fingers. They're, they're thorny, thorny bits. Edward needle oh. hands. Oh. <laughs> they're so thorny. Yeah, right. Eh? Lucky I'm wearing protection. <laughs> okay. You're a sword. <laughs> yeah, his protection is called Bill. Yeah, my Bill. protection is yeah, Bill. Exactly. Bill. <laughs> the leper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Kill Bill. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, kill Bill. Okay, Hans, you get to act before they appear. They're um, 30 feet away from you at the edge of the clearing. The druid is another 10 feet behind them. What does the druid look like? I've forgotten. Uh, a, a, a filthy human right. with matted hair covered in, in dirt and carries a quarter staff. So, Eddie Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, so Hans, having pulled his uh, crossbow out and was aiming it at the uh, raven, 
then suddenly sees the creatures coming out of the vineyards and points his crossbow down towards that filthy human and lets loose a quarrel straight at this figure. And uh, that's not so good. It is... Oh, it's not so bad, actually. A 17 to hit. The quarrel flies straight and true and thuds into the the druid. Uh, that is 1d6 plus 3. It is a 6 on the die. That is a 9 points of piercing damage. Uh, the, the quarrel thuds into the druid who stumbles down onto one knee but, but gets straight up again. The... The layers of matted filth uh, of of its outfit has slowed the the quarrel down some, but you can see uh, fresh crimson of blood running down um, down his front uh, as he stumbles back and uh, hefts his quarterstaff. Um, guys, we have an issue. This thing's coming. <laughs> uh, Ragyog, you also spot um, these creatures and are able to act first. Back, you foul beasts. There might not be any light here, but I will bring the Thunder's wrath. And I cast a Scorching Ray at three of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, Amazing. So, uh, that is um, three hits. Uh, So, oh, 20. And I got a two 26s. Amazing. I guess you hit all. the string section with them as well. You all hit. You going for the druid? I hit or the, the conductor. Twig? They all just <laughs> went twice. <laughs> uh, the three twigs. Uh, three of the little twig creatures. Yep. So for the critical, um, <laughs> that is oh my god, eighteen points of fire damage, Oof. and then uh, one of the others does. 11 points, and the other one does two. Oh, it's a bit of a disparity there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the first ray just obliterates the first um, twig blight that, that's uh, emerging or needle blight, uh, twig blight that's emerging, um, and it just it just turns into a puff of, of smoke um, and actually arcs through and smashes into one behind it as well. Um, the the other two rays strike through. The first one uh, goes up in flame and careens off uh, to the side, but the second one is is scorched but keeps coming forwards. Um, you all uh, are alerted by um, by Ragyog's uh, yell and okay, Hans, you get to go first. Um. Cool. So is the carriage still moving or are we stationary? No, you're That's stationary. That's a question for me, not the, the DM. Thank you. I'm the coach. I'm the coach. <laughs> I just posed the question. Anyone could have answered it. Yeah, well. Oh, shit. The conductor got up again. <laughs> um, Hans kicks open the door to the uh, carriage um, as the first ray. Oh, we're still dark, or is it sun's no, coming up? No, it's dawn. Up? Yeah, the, the sun's coming up. As the first uh, rays of light then start to stream in through the carriage, he kicks the door op- uh, out and then does a commando roll out for no apparent reason. And as he comes up, he fires another crossbow at the um, uh, at the the druid human filthy human guy. That is a 19, uh, 18 to hit. 
Yes, absolutely, that is a hit. Um, I should have actually done this the last time. Uh, I get two attacks, but uh, the second one is a four plus eight. That's 12 to hit. That is a hit also. That is also a hit. That is also a hit. Oh, damn. Okay, uh, so five and... Oh, shit ass. Um, five and four, so nine points of damage to the um, filthy fucking human. Yeah, the two, the two crossbows, you rapid fire your crossbow uh, at the druid and uh, two more corals thud uh, into, into him. He's obviously um, heavily wounded and is, uh, but is moving towards you with, uh, with purpose. Does he have any defining characteristics apart from being a bit grubby and like, you know, massive? You can't see his face, unfortunately. It's just covered in filth. He's just like got a thick caking of mud over just his a, face. A and, dangerous and body. mank silhouette at this point. Yeah, he's like a thing, a swamp thing, really. Like you, the the as he approaches, his stink precedes him. It's um, it's oh. he's a yeah, he's he's a. I've got yeah. garlic breath. When you can smell it with a garlic breath, you know it's bad. Yeah, and the onions, <laughs> Mo. Uh, Mo is your go. Yeah, drops down from the carriage, and uh, is those little tiny creatures? Are they coming towards us? As well. Yeah, they're swarming, swarming towards you. Yeah, towards right. the carriage. Okay, cool. Uh, so she's just gonna stay down and kind of uh, pulls out Pinky and her new Minty, who's also now silvered as well. <laughs> hey. Um, Commander rolls over. Well, Commander Rose like crawls, um, and sort of sees the first. So there's like a few of them kind of coming through. She wants to attack him. She wants to attack him with the with the silver dagger. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole swarm of them. So they're the they're basically emerging from the vines, and there's just there's tons of them. They're, they're like right. they're lining the the fence line and and rolling towards you. And the, she goes with to a super them. super low crouch and just swings her daggers completely around her in a circle, taking out any old branches that are in the vicinity. With yeah, uh, go for it. Pinky. 23 to hit. That's Oof. a hit for Minty. Damn. Seven to hit? No, the seven doesn't, unfortunately. Yep. Okay, that's all right. That's seven damage. One D4. Um, yeah. Pinky um, buries deeply into the the forehead of the front twig blight, and with a twist, it cracks open its twiggy skull, and the the creature drops uh, to the ground. Dead. That was effective. Uh, Irina, super effective. Uh, Irina stands uh, between all of the onslaught and the kids, uh, and rubs her hands together and tries to find that warmth that power that she only recently has but she thinks she in this moment of panic it seems to be clarifying her mind somewhat and she is going to send out a firebolt both towards the muddy guy but also against the hordes of all these oh wood how convenient let's see how well you burn it's a 21 to hit with a with firebolt Yep, that is a hit. So is that against the Druid or the Twiggy Boys? Let's go against the Twiggy Boys. Yep, Twiggy Boys, it just go for it. Lights up uh, with 
17 damage. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> a huge... She rubs her hands together and shoots forth Ayayay style from her palms, a massive bolt of yellow burning flame that goes woof, and all of the twiggy guys in between just kind of... Just kind of their little tiny faces morph into this, oh no, Groot. <laughs> and they just all disintegrate and turn to ash. Uh, in her wake of this huge, big, long, whip-like firebolt that emerges from her. Yeah, amazing. And the the magic surges in Irina like she she's still barely able to control it, and it, it oh, just decimates yes. a number of <laughs> a number of uh, twig <laughs> blights get burnt up, and obviously the fire just it, it does. It does a little bit, a, a little bit extra. They, um, they, they start lighting on fire and careening off into each other, and the fire uh, begins to catch around them, and they, they all start to get engulfed in flame. Ragyog, the one you hit earlier, also the fire continues to crackle and burn, and it, it collapses down onto the ground, um, dead. The druid um, steps forward and holds the the staff. Um, digging into the ground and, and like lifting the soil, it reaches down and picks up another clump of dirt and smears it across uh, his face. And as he does, the filth that cakes him hardens and grows uh, more rock-like uh, as he moves forward. And as he does, more twig blights begin to emerge from the vines around you. Um, and another another wave of these creatures like on both sides, begins to swarm in and close around you. Um, and there are now 24 twig blights coming towards oh, you. Oh, shit. All around mm. us, surrounding us, all sides. So you're, you're in, the carriage is pulled up in front of the Wizard of the Wines building. I you're the arrayed was, oh, yeah. okay. so the carriage in stops. front of... Yeah, okay. Yes, it did. Yeah. Um, and you're arrayed in front of it. Um, and the vines are the vineyard is in front of you. Um, <clears throat> and so they're approaching in like a, on on three sides. Your back is to the the Wizard of the Wines building. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louise, it's your go. Um Louise uh sets her her legs for preparation. Um, and, uh, pulls the shield from her back, launch, launching herself forwards. She, she, oh, wow. This music's, um, it's no internationale, but it'll do. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, and she lifts the shield and the hammer in the other hand and hits the shield with the hammer and launches forward towards the twigs and swings her her hammer um can, can i just try and like swing it through generically through just some twigs <laughs> yeah yeah you can generically swing your hammer through some yeah go yeah. for it just knock down a few Whoa, 22 hey um, yay and uh Seven, ten, t- ten points of damage. Uh, you swing through and just clobber two of the twig blights with one uh, hammer blow, crushing one into the next, and they 
they crumple um, before you. Ragyog. Ragyog leaps, uh, takes a, a look over his shoulder uh, towards the Wizard of the Wines building. He's quick, quick, everybody. I think we need to retreat to safety. And starts uh, walking backwards and fires another scorching ray at another three. Actually, at this time at the Druid, all three at the Druid. Joe whips the horses and cow at this point. Who's Joe? Isn't he the name of the... Bill? Yeah, <laughs> close enough. Fuck. Fucking Elsa. Joe is the name of my dead friend, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. All hosts of the saviour, you, aren't they? B- Bill um, called the whip Joe, so maybe that's... You, you, <laughs> you, I got another you 20! Um, yes. Nice. And another 19, so 26, and a 20. All hits. On Very the druid? Good. Yes. All right, so I'll just roll all of it at once. Uh, 11. Uh, 11, 13, 16, 19, 24 points of damage. The three scorching rays like leap out um, and uh, four. 24 points of damage. 24 points of damage leap out and engulf the druid in flame and the hardened mud around him just serves to bake him in a terrain. It, it really, <laughs> it, it cooks him. He he fries in his own armor um, as he collapses to the ground, a smoldering um, pile of ash. Um, but it, his death does not stop the waves of twig blights that roll, keep rolling towards you. Oh no. Um, Sunny. So, uh, Bill had just whipped Joe onto the <laughs> horses and cow. And uh, Super, the cow, who is at the front of the two front beasts pulling the coach, lowers down its head and with the big horns, crashes through the gate into the Wizards of the Wine. And as it does, and they speed through the gate down the long driveway that wends into Wizards of the Wine. Bill looks back, and with the reflective sunnies, you can see uh, the the back, the the scenario, like in rearview mirror, you know, in its reflective sunnies, and um, in the five feet, in the five feet, in the middle of the gate, that. Uh, is between in, in the space that the stick and six have to travel to follow the coach. He starts to bob his head and lights a bonfire on that spot. Is that royalty free, Bill? Bill, is that royalty free? <laughs> on that five foot, so it's less than 10 seconds. Um, creates a fire in that five foot square. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's the move. So, so he's lighting a create bonfire. bonfire. It's a spell that I can use. A cantrip uh, does does two two d eight damage for anyone passing through it. Okay, awesome. Yeah. yeah so, uh, um, create a, a bonfire um, in yeah, uh, and twig blights just roll. They're just surging forward. Created a bottleneck they... as well by crashing through the gate. I just want to point that out. It's a good tactical move. Also useful at a winery. Yeah, they swarm. Um, you, you cr- it crashes into the gate, but the um, the twigs like they swarm up over. So you create the the fire and roll the damage for that. Yeah, eight um, points of damage the, total. Eight 
total, right? Yep. So the, the twigs surge forward and some get caught in that bubble like neck and catch on fire. Um, but as, as they're surging forwards, um, more another um, 24 appear from under the vines behind them um, and more surge into that gap, but they clamber over each other onto the carriage and over the top of the carriage and the um, the three horses and the cow are just ripped apart by oh. this swarm of twig blights as they just engulf um, the the figures of the the um, the quadrupeds and there's just like there's like a spray of blood as they're oh. ripped apart. Murdering freak burst from the window you. just in time. <laughs> quick, quick kids, run Myrtle over and this freak are, are behind you. Uh, <laughs> no, they're they're down. No, they they've clambered to safely safety in the stowboard um, under the carriage where <laughs> no one can ever find them. Yeah, yeah. the most which you can find in all. Um, carriage designs. Um, <laughs> so the, the they uh, swarm forwards, uh, and the uh, the twigs crash into you, um, into the front of all of you, uh, and they begin to to claw at you. So uh, you each. Okay, you each take three points of damage. You're each confronted by three twig bites. They they swarm around you. There's more coming behind, but they start to claw at you and climb you and, and scratch at your legs and torso. Uh, and you, you're unable to sort of, you're, you're basically just fighting them off as the press of them pushes you backwards. Okay. So, uh, Hans. Um, Han seeing the carriage uh, start to drive away and all the twig blights uh, start rushing forward, he just starts to leg it. He's like chasing after the um, after the carriage as they all start to swarm around him um, and just like kind of fr- just keeps running forward but then puts two hands behind his back and then just lets loose with an eldritch blast just blindly behind him into the height of the um, twig blights. Uh, so two purple um, energy beams just launch from his hands, kind of like a, I don't know if he was a man made of iron from like some kind of marvelous universe. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you mean like the Incredible Hulk? Yes, exactly, like the Hulk. That's the one. Um, with a 12 and... Oh, shit, and a 9 to hit. Um, you, because you're firing backwards, they arc um, over the heads of the twig blights and um, they are able to swarm around you more as you run towards the carriage. Um, you take an extra three points of damage. Ow! Um, but you, you make it to the carriage. What did you want to do there? I just want to, I'm actually like, just because the carriage started taking off towards the, the manor. Until the horses and cow died. Until they all died. So I'm, and I was left behind because I'd already exited the carriage Done prior to it taking off with the commando roll and everything. So I'm just trying to leg it to the manor. 
really okay. is what I'm just trying to do. Yeah, so, so they swarm over you and you, you're able to uh, leg it away um, from the, the mass of twig blights and uh, firing backwards. You miss them, but you are able to um, barge into the double wooden doors uh, at the front of the Wizard of the Wines. And the one you barge into, it it scrapes backwards, but it's it's a he- like a, a rusted uh, old door and you're only op- able to open a small gap, which you, uh, do you want to slip in? Uh, to the yeah, building. if only there was a creaky door sound effect. If only we had something that was perfect for this. Mo. <laughs> no Van Suchin Such has gone into a door and think terrible things have happened before. So in the dark room. <laughs> Being swarmed by some kind of small creature. <laughs> this has never ended badly. Oh, is this how no. all Van Suchin Suchis die? Yeah. Oh, no. Suchin Such is the way of things. Like old woman Suchin Such used to say. Beware small swarms. Yep. <laughs> uh, every uh, time. Mo can see everyone drawing back, um, and the bonfire is still going at this point in time as well, and it's catching other things fire, so she sees that there is a trap that is going to try and be trapping. Uh, so she's going to do a little performance to try and charm all of these little twiggy boys into the bonfire. <laughs> uh, so we could, uh, she rises up, clears her throat, and does a 23. Oh. And uh, launches into a bit of Mr. Blue Sky. <laughs> Sun is shining in the sky. There ain't a cloud in sight. It stopped raining. Everybody's in the plague, and don't you know? It's a beautiful new day. Everyone! <laughs> and all the little Good Twiggy boys song. go, Hey, hey! <laughs> Running down the avenue. See how the shine shines brightly in the city. All the streets that once were pretty, don't you know? Hey, 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 rah, rah, rah. And so she piss bolts for the bonfire and tries to draw as many of them as she can, like a weird Twiggy uh, Pied Piper. All right. You, they are drawn towards you, um, but not because of your performance. It seems almost as if they're mindless twig beasts um, that are surging towards uh, any moving target uh, that isn't covered in filth. But um, they, they do surge towards you <laughs> <laughs> um, and follow you towards uh, the bonfire. Um, and the, the, you leap over and the, the front runners are caught in the flames, um, but you managed to get past. Uh, were you heading for the entrance as well? Yes. Yeah, okay. So you duck in through the door. Um, Irina? Um, Irina's uh, also making towards the door. Um and she can step through the bonfire, I guess, because she's pretty chill with fire. Yeah, she, uh, she she's thinks gonna... she's pretty chill. Great. So she just walks <laughs> through the bonfire um, thinking that her fire powers give her fire immunity. <laughs> Unfortunately, they do not. Um, and, uh, I she... can do this. This is going to be fine. <laughs> I saw it on a management course once. She takes two points of fire damage. Oh, not fine! But manages to make it inside. Um, Ragyog. Right. Ragyog. Ragyog goes, run, everybody, run! And 
disengages to uses uh, his goblin um, racial trait of nimble escape to to use the uh, like a bonus action to escape without being attacked. I'm going to run up to the door of the manor, but I want to stay there and I'm going to get... He starts... Rage starts to build within him and um, it's like the holy symbol starts to glow a little bit, a bit and it's almost like there's a slight flame flickering in his eyes uh, and and he starts to summon a spell. Ooh, a fiery spell. Um, yeah, well, fucked. Louise... Uh, Louise, um, seeing the situation, uh, decides it's time to get out. Uh, it is time to take to take a different route out of here. Uh, and she casts um, different route. No, tree twigs. Yeah, I'll take credit for it. Keep digging. <laughs> uh, uh, Weird uh, for you to retreat in the second round. Anyway. <laughs> well, I don't know. No, it seems seems real. Seems like a good choice. Yeah. Do what I say. Um, uh, and she thinks about casting fine steed, but then re- remembers it takes ten minutes to cast, and so just legs it for the door <laughs> back through the door uh, in a big diving um, bell suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, Sunny. Uh, Sonny, um, Sonny jumps down from the top of the, the coach driver's seat and, and frantically searches for one of the nose bags that was on the quadrupeds, but to no avail. They've been burnt up in smoke. Oh, no. They're coked up twig blights now. Oh, Leave oh, it, man. Shit. Leave no. it. They're all gone, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, he even this picks is a up sticky one of the, situation. He even picks up one Are of the big bites. Are we best friends now? And snorts it, hoping it'll be hollow. It's like a straw full of sherbet, but it isn't. Um, <laughs> the, the twig that he tried to snort then tries to climb up the nose of the of Bill, and um, Sunny uh, activates the sword by squeezing the pommel and. Beam of fire and light bursts from the hilt, and he swipes at his kind of nose left and right with the gay <laughs> abandon of someone who knows that his avatar can die with no or very little consequence. Okay, <laughs> you slash at your nose. Well, it's a stick insect that's halfway up his nose. Thank you. Yep, 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 yep. That was my move. That- what of it? <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Attack that twig. Okay, it's a 20. 20 to hit. <laughs> you hit the twig. Do I get the radiant damage or? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, one. 10. 10 points of damage on that, on that half up. You half incinerate up the twig, also <laughs> cle- like cleanly incinerating any nose hair in, that, eyebrow, in that nostril. Um, and the the mass of swarming uh, twig blights uh, is in front of you, and you realize you're stood out in the front alone. Um, okay, so he uh, uh, uses his um, action surge to take an additional action on my turn. Oh, actually, no. Sorry, I use my extra attack, which I can do as a fighter also, having read the rules. Um, <laughs> so he <laughs> takes a swipe at the closest stick insect to him and rolls a 13 to hit that stick insect. Um, yeah, 
you strike into the stick insect with oh, the flaming sword. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have to be up my nose. It doesn't have to be up my nose to get it. <laughs> <laughs> I can cut the problem off at the source. Not when it's too late. And he gets 17 points of damage on that. What, having hit it, it bursts into flame, I assume. And he turns heel and legs it. And try, tries to heroically leap over the bonfire at the at the entrance. Yeah, you um, you do slash through that twig, but this one is one of the ones that's filled with the nose bag. God no! Um, and as it catches on flat fire, you turn and leap, and as you're My leaping stash! over the bonfire, it explodes uh, <laughs> and pushes you forward um, <laughs> over the top of Ragyog and through the gap in the door. Um, that was Ragyog, way more flammable than usual. Can I unleash the spell that I was yes. kind of holding on to? Unleashes a, a lathander fueled fireball right into the middle Whoa. of the group of, uh, yeah, into the group of twig beasts that are left. There's bad, baby, bad. Disco Inferno, I know that one. <laughs> we all start doing the curry to it as the fireball. Yeah grows bigger as it, <laughs> it hurtles towards them and then explodes in their midst. And they need to roll a dex 15 save. Okay. Otherwise. So do that uh, 48 times. For half Thank damage. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> roll the damage and let me see if so these four hit point creatures could survive. It's 8d6. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 13 or oh, 20, 31 points of damage. With a huge detonation, your fireball goes off in the midst of this wave of twig blights and just blasts them um, here and there. They scatter backwards and it gives you time to duck through the door um, as they start to, to reform, uh, like come back together, the remaining alive ones and the, this um, scattered pieces of twig blight all littered all over the yard. Um, and you see beyond in the vines, more twig blights begin to, to move forward. Um, but it gives you the time um, to, it, you stop the swarm enough to give you time to get inside the door. Uh, and you all push against the door. Can you? Yeah, you Hans, Hans is ready strength. to close it right behind Ragyog. Yeah. Ragyog's just standing there going, oh, my God, that feels so fucking good. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was amazing. How good's fire there, right? It's pretty good. It's bloody great. Hans got an eight. Okay. He presses you... against it. <laughs> it's, He's it's not very pushing strong. forwards, but it's um, it's a little slow. Does anyone want to assist him? Little help. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, Louise pushes in with a 22. Yeah, Louise slams into the door next to you and it, it thuds closed and you're able to push the uh, lift a, a bar nearby um, and set it in place on the door, sealing it um, from the, the twig blights outside. And as you turn around um, in in a moment of, uh, of safety, <laughs> you see the inside of the vineyard, uh, the building in front of you in this three large uh, fermentation vats that take up the most of this large large stone space and a wooden walkway that goes around um, the the top of them at the second store at the first level. Um, like a mezzanine steps. or a gantry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yes. go gantry. That's actually <laughs> helpful and I would like to know. Thank, okay, you. thank you. It is it is more of a gantry. Yeah, so it mezzanine, goes Mezzanine, no like big platform. 
No, no big plat. Well, there's a there's a mezzanine in the centre, center, and gantries that run around the outside oh, of the fermentation vats. Do they take with- do, do they take bookings or is it just walk ups? Is there alfresco dining? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, the party, entire party pauses and looks around looking for the QR code. In I haven't seen a menu. <laughs> I'm really, I just want to got pause. my face mask. Oh, shit. I need to go I've back to the carriage. I've got a spare one. Oh, thank you. As you pause and look around for the QR code, um, a series of thorns fly through the air and thud into the wooden door behind you, um, missing, barely missing you. Um, and as Stupid. they were already inside <laughs> from the inside, they, they fire towards you, um, from up on the gantry. You can see, oh. um, you can see three, the figure of figures of three more druids and 12 <sighs> large, um, much more thorny twig blights. So they're, they're much taller and they're covered in spikes. And as you look up, they pull the spikes off their bodies and lift them up to throw them at you. Are you the wizards of the wines? Hey, you know what would go good with that mezzanine? A fireball. <laughs> and that is where we will end today's episode of DPR. You didn't Dice answer me question. <laughs> Are you the wizards of the whites? <laughs> it says here in this guide. One uh, star on Yelp. My God. <laughs> this is nothing like the brochure. I'm trying to check in. I'm trying. <laughs> Yeah.